When you think about the future, how are you spending your time? What problems do you want to solve? What career paths exist and how will you get there? Get the inside scoop on college and career options. Let's plan your future. This is College and Career Corner. Welcome to this week's installment of College and Career Corner. I'm your host, Andra Anderson, Senior Coordinator for MBRT Next Generation Scholars. I am so excited to be here. This is a this is an exciting time of the year with the seniors having their last day coming up and getting ready for graduation and of course the end of the school year. So there's just a lot of emotions happening right now. And I thought it would be a great time to bring our special guest for today. We have JJ Remo from Salisbury University. Welcome to WKHS. Thank you so much. It's so great to be here. And um, as I was telling you before, um, I feel like... I'm in a completely new world right now. I uh, shout, quick shout out to the podcast that I do with uh, my colleague Shane Ryan in, in admissions it's called Absolutely. the Pre Morning Show. Pre-morning you can find it show. on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all of your favorite uh, podcast platforms. But the way we record it is just on our phone <laughs> inside his uh, Mazda CX-5. So um, this is miles ahead of what we do. And um, I thank you so much for for being here, yeah, uh, for allowing me to be Absolutely. here. <laughs> I'm not the one hosting this show. No worries, please <laughs> jump right in. I love that, and yeah, we were we were just talking about that and how it's such a great opportunity for the students at King County High School to have this radio station. You know, the only one in the state of Maryland for at the high school level. So students get an opportunity to be on air, to you know, practice their communication skills, to interview people, to build their networks. So it's a really a really cool thing here. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you're back. We've, I feel like we've had you here a few times this year, yeah. which is so exciting. You know, the first um, to come for our Maryland College Application Campaign Week mm-hmm. to talk with students about Salisbury and then a return to admit students on the spot. Uh-huh. I loved that event so much. Um, and then we had our college and career fair uh I guess it was a month yeah, ago. Now. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one. I know. And now I'm back. Now you're back. I now love gonna, it. You got to schedule me to come back again next month for something. Well, you are, right? On June 7th, we have Rising Senior Night. That's right. Yes. That's right. Oh my gosh. I didn't forget about that. It's in my calendar. <laughs> we just we just schedule something monthly at this point. <laughs> yeah, so at this I point if it. you're a Kent County student, I yeah. mean you should be at least applying to Salisbury. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, we'll talk about those opportunities, but can we start first by just can you share your role as an admissions counselor mm-hmm. and what that involves at Salisbury? Yeah, so um I work my official title is admissions counselor. Um, at SU, so Salisbury University, and my job as an admissions counselor is to review applications primarily and recruit students for SU. Um, so when you go, you know, you're in the college search, looking at various colleges, for the most part, they should have college admissions counselors that help kind of break down the process for you um, and, and help you during the application process and tell you a little bit more about the school that they represent. So in my case, obviously, I'm representing Salisbury and um, we have six admissions counselors in our office, and each of us have designated territories that we are assigned to. Um, we all have Maryland counties and then an out-of-state region. So my counties include Kent, mm-hmm. obviously, so that's why I'm here. Uh, Queen Anne's, Caroline, Dorchester, Talbot, Wicomico, which is where Salisbury is located, uh, Prince George's County, and then D.C. is my out-of-state Okay. So I lucked out. I don't have to travel too far yeah. uh, out of state. Um, so, uh, Shane, who I mentioned earlier, he goes the farthest. He goes all the way up to Maine. Nice. So he does like the New England area. So yeah. uh, if you're applying from 
other areas of Maryland that I don't review for, you'll have an assigned counselor that, you know, we work with you through the process. And um, basically, there's a cycle that happens. So right now, it's kind of like our our chill time. (laughs) We've already done so much work to bring in this next (laughs) class. And so we get a little bit of time to kind of like relax and wind down for the summer. And then we start planning our fall travel season, which would look like, you know, Monday through Friday traveling to as many high schools as we can within our territories. Mm-hmm. So I'm working with guidance counselors such as yourself to schedule a time during the day to come and talk to uh, mainly juniors, seniors, really anyone who wants to listen and, and um, get an idea of what Salisbury has to offer. And so the fall is is really the busiest season because we're um, scheduling all of that travel, you know, three or four high schools a day, Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes that would mean staying overnight in a hotel, which is obviously really nice. Oh, yes. Um, but <laughs> thankfully for me, I'm traveling mostly local on the eastern shore, so I don't really have to do too much of uh, that overnight booking. Um, and and then on top of all the travel, we're also you know reviewing applications. So deadlines are usually happen you know November, December. So students are already beginning to apply, even as early as August and September. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily necessarily start to review until about September or October, but at the same time, you know, that's our, our prime travel season. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're traveling, um, to schools basically up through, um, right past Thanksgiving, early December is usually when we start to cut it off. Mm-hmm. Um, we do some travel during the spring as well, but not nearly as much as we do during the fall. Um, and then spring entails a lot of the the yield events that we do so open houses admitted student day scholars day so at that point in the process a lot of students have already been admitted Mm -hmm. and so we're just trying to get them to consider SU and to accept you know the offer that they were given Mm -hmm. and so now we're at the point in time where students have already accepted they've deposited and now we're just kind of just like (sighs) take a deep breath before it all starts again yes which pretty much it's already getting Sorry, we're already thinking about the next class, you know, Always. fall 2023. So, mm-hmm. yeah, well, that's, that's, a, that's a little taste of what I do. Yeah. Well, you know, in my past life, I was an admissions counselor that's at Washington right. College. Mm-hmm. Um, my territory was actually um, all the Eastern Shore and then um, Texas through uh, California. Texas through yes. California. Yes. I just feel like <laughs> and Eastern Colorado, Shore, Maryland. Or. And then, yep. yeah, I got Texas and well, California. So, you know, there are, you know, students across the country that play lacrosse and that's a huge draw for Washington College so I got to go to some of those different pockets of areas no I still do not know anything about lacrosse but I was very excited (laughs) to talk with those students about coming to Washington College so um, I definitely I there's so much fun about the admissions life right where it's like it cycles where you have your once you're starting to get a little tired of like visiting high schools and answering the same five questions then it's time for something else so it's kind of a nice like Cycle. Do you miss it at all a little bit? I do. When you, when, when you talk about it, I'm like, oh, that was so fun. But then you think about, you would have, and when I first started, if we didn't have five high schools during the day, mm-hmm. it was considered like a waste of the day. So you had to book five high schools. Oh my gosh. I, how did you even, how is that possible? I don't know. Because <laughs> I mean, about it, it was, four is it was kind a of a stretch. Lot. It's a lot. Yes. So we would have to do five and then you might have like a college fair or you might have like a, um, we'd have to do interviews with students while we were on the road as well. Mm-hmm. So there's just, it was a lot. I don't know. And I, you were yeah. an admissions counselor up until when? I did it for about 10 years. Wow. So, yeah. Which is kind of usually past the expiration date, right? Yeah. I mean, it's either three, usually it's three years or like Life. forever. Or yes. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually. Yeah. That's and, true. It's so true. And so you were an admissions counselor and now you're, uh, and then you came right to Kent County. 
I yes, well, I work for the nonprofit. So um, yeah, right away, like a couple months after leaving Washington College, I started in January working with students. So this current senior class, I started working with them when they were in eighth grade. Wow. So, yeah. So I moved up with moved moved up with them, but um, yeah. But it's funny because it, in the role of admissions, right? It's not something that I think people go into it thinking I'm going to be an admissions counselor, right? No. So no, what they was don't. so let's talk about your story. Where where did you so we kind of fall into admissions, uh-huh. right? But when you were in your junior or senior year of high school, what were you thinking about? What did you think you wanted to pursue? What I was what was I thinking about junior year, senior year of high school? Well, I was probably thinking about um soccer. Yeah. <laughs> during that time, um I wasn't necessarily thinking about college too much cuz I I I didn't really have the resources at that time that most schools have nowadays mm-hmm. and I kind of envy that. Um, we never really had, I went to a small private Christian school in mm-hmm. Southern Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we didn't have a, like a college counselor. Um, the only two colleges that I remember visiting us were Pensacola and John, uh, not Johns Hopkins, Bob, Bob Jones, oh, where wow. we got all our textbooks from. So, oh, yes. so it was just, you know, these Christian colleges that came to visit us. And so I didn't really know too much about the college search process at that time. I was the youngest of four mm-hmm. um, and all my siblings went to college park. So in my mind, I was thinking, I'll just go to college park because sure. it seems like it's the, the thing to do as it's a remo. It uh, <laughs> seems like an easy thing to do. Um, but boy, was I wrong. And um, I ended up applying, you know, my senior year, I applied late to College Park because I didn't know that the college process you started applying you know pretty much the beginning of your senior year right. I waited until it must have been January and at that mm-hmm. point now I know um, that when you're applying to a school like College Park if you're not applying priority deadline For, yeah. yeah forget about it yeah. you might start you might as well like you know look to transfer um, so you know unfortunately during that that was a big thing in my life at that age I remember getting a an email from College Park and saying basically you didn't make the cut yeah sorry try yeah. again next time and like I sat in my computer chair like with tears rolling down oh, my no. face so my brother came to comfort me he's like it's okay it's okay yeah. and um the only other school that I knew knew of was Salisbury because my soccer coach was an alum of SU and he knew that I wanted to do something in business mm-hmm. I didn't really have my mindset on anything particular and I think a lot of students like are like that Still nowadays, and there's nothing wrong with being unsure of what you want to do. And most times, most students have an idea of what they want to do. They go into that, uh, pursuing that path, and then come to find out that's not what they really wanted to do. So Mm -hmm. um, for those of you who are listening and find yourself in that stage of life where you're just, you know, in a stage of uncertainty, I think it's okay to be there um, because there are a lot of people that are in that boat. And that's where I was in my life during that time. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I kind of had an idea of what I wanted to do. Um, And so Salisbury kind of was in the back of my mind. And then I, so after the college park thing, I applied to SU late and then they got back to me a week later with an acceptance letter and I was like through the roof (laughs) and I was like, I'm going to be a seagull at that point. So I, I, and, and to go back to, you know, original question, I was not thinking about, you know, becoming an admissions counselor. Like you said, it's one of those things that you kind of fall into eventually. Um, you know, I didn't even know about the job until years after I graduated from Salisbury. I actually had a friend um, who was working in the admissions office and she was moving. And so she jokingly told me, hey, you should take my job. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what do you do? Yeah. And then she explained, That's like, I'm a job? admissions counselor. And like I talked to students, I was like, that sounds amazing. Right. I uh, at the time. So I worked for Chick-fil-A full time, uh-huh. um, the North Salisbury Chick-fil-A during I worked there, you know, as a student during the summer before junior year. And then it kind of became a thing that I did 
on top of my academics. I would work like 30, 35 hours a week yeah. on top of all my classes. And then I graduated, um, got promoted, and I was working as a director of operations uh, for Chick-fil-A. Hold on. This makes so much sense because if you all, you all need to know JJ as an admissions counselor is amazing. You get right <laughs> back to all of our questions. You are always there. I get this now because you had training at Chick-fil-A. It's that top-notch customer it service. Really it's, it's my this, pleasure to help this, you. It is making so much sense <laughs> right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I worked for Chick-fil-A, you know, five years. And then um, during that time, talked to my friend. She was like, you should take my job. Because I was kind of like, you know, I don't really want to do Chick-fil-A. You can only get so high up in the restaurant, mm-hmm. um, that specific one, you know, in a franchise. Uh, and then your only, only other path is to go corporate, mm-hmm. which is not something I wanted to do. Um, so I was kind of like always open to other options. And when she mentioned the admissions job, I was like, wow, that sounds like something that I would love to do. I'm already like talking up Salisbury as a Chick-fil-A employee, yeah. you know, to all the, the, my coworkers that are like coming out of high school. Um, you know, these are young students that are, are working like part time. You know, I'm trying to get them to come to Salisbury. Why like, not I'm already like, doing get a it. job and get paid for yes. it? Kind of <laughs> makes sense to me. So, um, to make a long story short, I ended up taking, uh, applying for the job and then, here I am today. I love that. Almost, you know, five years later, I'm finishing up my fourth year. Uh-oh, five so, years. Hmm, that yeah. sounds like a long, I know. <laughs> a lifelong, I'm, yeah. I'm not at the 10-year <laughs> mark yet, yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on my way there, so yeah. I don't have any plans of leaving anytime soon. That's definitely good. love where I'm at. Good, yeah. It can definitely be, you know, that, that work is rewarding because you're helping students make that next decision and you're helping them make connections and show them, here's how successful you could be here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it is, it, it's a, a lot of work. <laughs> oh yeah. That's the thing is that, you know, a lot of the times we don't kind of, we don't see the fruits of our labor Yeah, and you would understand this. We, we travel, we talk to so many students so many, and <laughs> they don't matriculate or they don't deposit until months later mm-hmm. and you're talking to thousands of students so it's kind of hard to pinpoint which students that you kind of had an influence on yeah so when students come to me after like they'll see me on campus or they'll shoot me an email and just say hey i just want to let you know like i'm so thankful for your you know Aww. what you did in the process i would not be here at salisbury if it weren't for you yeah like there's some students like i'll come across on campus they'll be like hey did you like I think you gave me a campus tour. This oh is gosh. why this is why I'm here. And then those uh, are the moments that I cherish yes. because I'm like, this is why I do what I do. Yeah. So that is that is a little PSA to students. If you have an opportunity to make a connection with an admissions counselor, like I, I try to tell the students, like they're a human being, right? There's a human mm-hmm. being behind it and they're here to make connections and help you. So make sure they know. Make sure to think yeah, it's them. Not, it's not like a robot. You don't no. submit your application and then no. a robot <laughs> is there to like read your not so yet. Oh actually, my gosh. Cross your fingers. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's an actual human being back yes. there. So yeah. we appreciate those, those kind words that you guys send our way. Yeah. Well, we're so grateful for you here for sure. Um, how, so can we, how is the class of 2026 looking? Yeah. So um, we have about 1435 okay. freshmen coming wow, in. Wow. Yeah. So this is the second largest freshman class in Salisbury University history. Wow. That's amazing. So really proud of that. Yeah. Especially because we bounced back because of COVID. Yeah. You know, my first year working, um, which was, you know, the 28, 2018 falls when I started. So the class coming into the fall 2019, that was the biggest freshman class ever. That was like wow. at 1570. Uh-huh. So we're trying to get back to that point. Yeah. Um, but we did bring in the second largest, you know, freshman class. And then we have 
Um, on top of that, a few hundred transfer students coming in. Great. So the the pitfall there is is, is the transfer students for whatever reason. You know, across universities in Maryland that we know of, you know, they're seeing a huge decline in transfer students coming in. Mm-hmm. What I think it is, is is that they have just more um, opportunities in the online world. So yeah. they're, you know, you know, the transfer students, they're they're attending schools locally and then they, they might already be jumping into the workforce. And so mm-hmm. it becomes more feasible for them to do an online option. Sure. But um, as far as our numbers go, you know, we're, we're really happy. Yeah. Um, uh, when I'm able to go hit the road during the spring and do things like this, it it tells me that you know my our director's happy with the numbers and the higher ups are happy and yeah, um, we can kind of just like relax a little bit. We're not doing other like um, stuff where we might be reaching out to all the students who had who have been admitted but not necessarily committed. Which mm-hmm. I don't know if you've done that. Oh in the my past. gosh, it's those like, phone calls are so awkward. <laughs> yeah, it's like hey, <laughs> and the um, students like, why are you calling me? And I'm like, I know the well. deposit deadline was May first, <laughs> yeah. but you're still in our system. What are you yes. doing? Yes. And they're like, I'm going somewhere else. I'm like, okay, good yeah. luck. Yeah. We would actually Painful. have um, dinner where we would have, so we would work a whole day oh, and then geez. we would all stay for dinner. We'd have dinner brought in and then we would make those phone calls. Yeah. Those were fun times. <laughs> and it makes sense because the best time to do the calls like that in, are like in the know, evening. after mm-hmm. school hours. Yeah. But all in all, I, I think we're on, a, we're on track for a really nice class. That's awesome. That's so good to hear. And we need those wins. I mean, the of, of the students that I worked with this year, um, about 90% of the, the students I worked with uh, applied to a Maryland school, which was mm-hmm. huge and so exciting. And, you know, we had that really great in the fall. We had the um, on, on-site admission day yeah. for, for Salisbury, and that was so much energy. Hoping that, to do that again in yeah, the fall. 100%. Let's pencil <laughs> it in, right? We got to get something every month, so we got to figure out what we're doing, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was such a good, a good energy. And I think as far as Kent County goes, we have about 10 students committed to Salisbury, roughly around that number. That sounds right. Um, but comparing to last year, I think we saw like a 50% increase in number of apps from Kent County. That's great. And same with admitted students. So yeah, really happy about that. Hopefully we can see some more increases this next year. 100%. Well, you know, we had the college boot camp last summer Mm -hmm. and we're going to host that again at Salisbury College Boot Camp. Are you going to be there again? I will be there. Yes. Yes. August 11th. Right, August Sounds 11th. Right. Yeah, so we're gonna be bringing some rising seniors, and it's great. It's a chance for them to start their application, to get serious about the process, to learn about how to pay for a school. Mm-hmm. Um, and Salisbury had a really great um, layout of the day, which I loved. And the students got a chance to see the campus and interact with students, mm-hmm. but they also got to get into the computer labs and get some some things started. Um, and I know some students you know, they started their application that day last year, which was huge. Yeah. I think that's the hope again Yeah, this year. We'll have a rotation where you work, you get started on your common app. Mm-hmm. And then this year that's new. Um, we're going to have Ronnie Webb and financial aid do, you know, a financial aid session, but on top of that, help them get started on the MD caps. Yes. Account. Yes. Um, and then we're going to have uh, a student panel. Yeah. That's campus great. tour. And then you have lunch somewhere in there as well. That's awesome. So. Yeah. That MD caps piece is huge um, for, for students to just get access to those state grants. So that's really good. Um, I know we, so right after this, actually, we're going to be meeting with some sophomores and juniors mm-hmm. to talk about the college process. We have sophomores just chomping at the bit to talk about college good. right now. They're like, <laughs> but when can I apply? And I'm like, not Yes. Yeah, not, not, <laughs> not unless yet. you're graduating early. Yes, exactly. But what do you, I mean, what, what advice do you have for students that are sophomores <clears throat> or juniors that are thinking about the college process now? Yeah. Um, well, do your research for sure. Uh, there's a lot out, out there already um, at your fingertips. You just go online, search, you know, if you have a college in mind, visit their website, 
look around, learn about the college, learn about what kind of academics they have to offer, student life, housing, dining. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, so um, look at their website. Look at yeah. the website. Mm-hmm. Um, visit colleges as well. Mm-hmm. Um, get to know who your admissions counselors are. Yes, so, the human beings, not yes, the robots. <laughs> yep, because that way if you have any questions that um, maybe you don't, uh, and, and you want kind of like that human being there that you want to interact with, you can email your counselor and get, you know, kind of the answers that you might be looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that part, doing the research. Um, research what a college might be looking for mm-hmm. in an applicant. Um, and then there's also, um, obviously, your grades. So mm-hmm. that's going to be on the forefront of your application. So working to keep your grades up. You can do all the research you want online <laughs> and looking at all these various colleges and um, dreaming of being there. But if your grades are falling short of what they're looking for, yeah. it's going to be a long shot. Uh, getting there, at least as an incoming freshman, there's always an option to transfer in mm-hmm. um, after you know a year of graduating high school. But if you want to get, if you want to raise your acceptance chances, um, work hard now mm-hmm. um, because we're looking at the cumulative GPA of a student, which is your ninth, tenth, eleventh grade, and then you know when you're applying, it's just your ninth through eleventh grade grades that we're seeing. But we often will take your senior grades into account if necessary. Right. Um, the, the other piece is the SAT or ACT. You can study up and and prep to take that, you know, as many times as you want. Um, most schools now are moving test optional, which we are mm-hmm. as well, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's that was a huge thing for this class, but also the class previous, just that there weren't opportunities to take the SAT or they, they there was one opportunity and they weren't able to take it. So that was a huge just I want to say huge blessing for those students to not have to take yeah. the SAT. And apparently it's moving online soon. I, so yes, I don't know. Lots of big changes. Happening. I feel like it's the death of the SAT. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to figure something else, something else <laughs> out. And most schools, to be honest, and, and have an incoming placement test. So a lot of students right now, a lot of seniors are um, taking their math placement and even sometimes a writing or a foreign language placement. So that will determine what classes they get placed into. Right. So there's already mechanisms in place, I feel like, for a lot of schools to mm-hmm. make sure that they're putting students in the right classes to be successful. Yeah, and that's something that we uh, we rolled out too for the first time is a math diagnostic assessment test. Mm-hmm. Uh, only for students seeking um, a major in our Henson's Science School. Mm-hmm. So they have to take that math placement test to figure out which math course to be placed in. So yeah. that's to help ensure, you know, the success for the student. Right. Yeah. That I think that's such a smart idea so that you know, okay, what what do you have coming in so that we don't place you into a class where you're going not going to do well because you don't you don't want that. You want them to feel successful mm-hmm. in their classes or at least know where the resources exist to get a little bit of extra help too. Yeah, absolutely. The yeah. other thing I wanted to mention was um, dual enrollment. Oh yeah. Is a really good uh, piece to look into if that's mm-hmm. something that you have, uh, you know, the option to do. I think that's a great resource um, to get the ball rolling early, mm-hmm. and, and you know, get some credits under your belt so that you come in um, to a four-year university with several credits already that can help satisfy some gen eds, yeah. help you graduate early, or you know, pick up a double major or a minor Absolutely. in another area. So I think if you're a sophomore, you know, junior, obviously keep your grades um, in a good place. If you're a sophomore, start looking at various colleges you might be interested in, attending college fairs. Then when you're a junior, your junior year, start visiting those colleges that you kind of have an idea of where you want to apply to. That way, your senior year, you're ready to apply to a set number of schools that you know you definitely want to um, apply to. Yeah. 
Now, I know when we had talked before about your, when you were in high school, you weren't necessarily thinking about college other than I'll just go wherever like my, my siblings went because that's just what we do. Mm-hmm. What For those students right now that aren't sure if college is an option, like what, what, do you, what would you say to them, like to consider or to at least, I don't know, keep trying and, and give yourself the option or... I don't know. What, what would that conversation look like? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not saying that a college education is the end all be all. There mm-hmm. are definitely other paths out there to help that will help lead to success mm-hmm. um, and happiness. And um, I think it's good to just have an idea of what you want to do. If it's not a, a, a pursuing a college degree, you know, is it going to be like a trade mm-hmm. or is it going to be um uh, some, some where you're working part time, um, you Turn know, do you have time. a path there? Mm-hmm. Go full time. Um, if you have certain goals set and aspirations that will help you get to like the next stage in your life, that way you're not kind of like feeling you're in feeling like you're in a revolving door, so to speak. Yeah. Um, because you could very very easily fall into like a pit where it's like hard to get out of, you know. And yeah. I felt that way even still in my job at Chick Fil A, where I was like, I want to go on to the next thing. But I just don't know what that looks like yet. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm more valuable than where I'm at right now. Um, and so I think if you're just if you're not pursuing a person, uh, uh, well, what I will say is that college, a college education and that experience will help open more doors. Sure. Um, it'll help you, you know, th- that four time that four years, you know, out there uh, pursuing your degree will help you grow as a person. Um, help you find yourself. It'll help you, you know, meet others and really expand your network. So there's definitely value in that. Um, but also that's not to say that not pursuing a college education doesn't result in those things as well. Right. But I, but I think that a college education definitely helps. Like for me, you know, I'm not the type of person that it's good with my hands. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, I, I, I wouldn't be, I don't have the training or the experience to go into like a trade. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I could have gone off to a trade school, but I didn't really have a passion in that area. Yeah. So I think if you're that type of student that isn't really sure, doesn't maybe have that skill um, uh, to pursue a path like that, um, going going to get your degree at least helps um, make you more versatile in the, in the workforce. You know, a lot of jobs nowadays that are entry level are requiring at least um, a bachelor's degree. Yeah. And who knows what it'll look like in the next few years, you know? I feel like yeah. it's just they're raising the bar with, you know, you need your master's, then you're going to need your doctorate. So, right. um, you don't want that to be a hurdle in different jobs that you're applying for that you need um, a certain bachelor's degree. So, right. I think having that at least at your belt, at your disposal is helpful. Yeah. At least like do the things that you need to do to make it an option. And if you come to senior year, at least you've still had the option to apply, yeah. even mm-hmm. if you decide not to. And that's something we try to encourage students at Kent County High School is to at least leave that option open. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you ultimately decide, because we did have several students this year, senior year who were like, so remember when we talked in sophomore year and I said, I didn't want to go to college. Um, I do now. What do I need to do? I'm like, oh, great. I'm so glad that we had that conversation your sophomore year and you took the classes you needed to take. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was still an opportunity. So. And I will say, if you, maybe you graduate high school and then you weren't necessarily thinking of college right out of high school. Maybe you took a gap year. Maybe you worked for a little bit. Sure. It's never too late to come back and pursue um, a college education, pursue a degree. There are right. options out there. You can, you know, you can apply where you are in that stage of your life directly to a university or you could apply um, to a two-year college, mm-hmm. get some gen eds under your belt, um, and especially if you're not, not really sure where you want to go with right. your de- with what degree. It's a good place to start with like a community college. Yeah. And then, um, for instance, if you're transferring to Salisbury, you know, you could transfer to SU with 12 credits and a 2.0 um, 
you know, there's an asterisk there if you have if you're also admissible, like based on your freshman high school transcript. But traditionally, yeah. 30 credits and a 2.0 is very doable, and you just transfer right in. Yeah, yeah, and that's something too is to know that transfer is is still an option. And I know we have some students that are going to pursue um, going to community college first and then transferring to a four year yeah. school. So mm-hmm. I love that they're considering all those options. Well. As always, it's so fun to chat with you. I feel like we could keep going on and on and on. Um, but that is our show for today. We'll have to have you back. You know, we'll have to figure out our monthly yeah. plan, right? <laughs> to have you keep coming back here. So thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and your, your pathway. And um, we look forward to, to meeting with students and talking about Salisbury University after this. Anytime. Go awesome. Gauls. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you. Well, that is our show for today. And I just want to say a personal thank you to the seniors in the broadcasting CTE program for running the board for being here for participating in the show and i wish you all the best of luck all right that's all for now bye you're listening to 90.5 wkhs wharton streaming at wkhsradio.org community connected student public radio